All right, we're back with our third video in this series, Lessons from Lepers. And just like we've done with the first two videos, let's just kick it off by reading Luke 17, verse 11 through 19. It says, as Jesus continued on toward Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. And as he entered a village there, 10 men with leprosy stood at a distance crying out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. He looked at them and said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus shouting, Praise God. He fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And Jesus said to the man, Stand up and go, your faith has healed you. So in this video today, just for a couple of moments, I want to focus on verse 14. It says, He looked at them and said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. So Jesus tells them, Go show yourselves to the priests. He's instructing them according to Levitical law. In biblical times, and this was established, we call it Levitical law because it was we read about it, um, it was established in the book of Leviticus in the Old Testament. But according to Levitical law, for a leper to be declared cleansed from leprosy and to be released to go back to their families, their friends, their homes, their, their villages, their cities, their towns, for them to be released back into society, and not wear this the scarlet letter of leprosy, they had to go before a priest and go through this ritualistic process where the priest would examine them um, over a period of multiple days. And it wasn't until a priest declared them clean, cleansed from leprosy, that they were released and truly, um, according to society, actually cleansed from leprosy. So Jesus, Jesus is instructing them according to this Levitical law. He's saying, go show yourselves to the priest. But what's interesting is that they hadn't actually been healed yet. They hadn't been cleansed from leprosy just yet. And it would have been a complete waste of time for these 10 lepers to show up before a priest and say, all right, we're here to go through this ritual, this process for you to declare us cleansed because all outward evidence indicated and showed that they still had leprosy. So it would have been a waste of time. The priest would have said, get out of here. You're crazy. The leprosy is going to your brain. You're mad. You're nuts. Get out of here. But in obedience to the words of Christ, they headed towards the priest, not yet healed. And let me just for one second insert something right here for those of you that are watching. Just because you don't see it, just because you're, you're not able to identify the evidence in your situation that something is happening, it doesn't mean that God isn't at work. It doesn't mean that God isn't moving in your situation and in your life. We, we our, our nature our mentality is to look for results, look for evidence. 
Just because we don't see it doesn't mean that God isn't moving and he isn't working. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7, Paul says that we walk by faith, not by sight. A lack of in, a lack of evidence is not an indication that God isn't moving and working. For the lepers, the miracle came during the journey. It didn't come at the front. It didn't come at the end. It came during the journey after they responded to the instructions of Jesus in faith and obedience. Imagine as they're headed towards the priests, still, still lepers. Imagine as they're headed towards the priests that one of them begins to realize that something is changing. I, I, I can picture them begin to rip the covering from their faces and begin to pull up their sleeves and inspect their skin and no doubt look to the one next to them and say, is it gone? Is it gone? Is this really happening? I, I can only, I, I can't even truly imagine what joy and excitement they would be just overwhelmed with in that moment. Because again, if we go back to the first video, we talked about, we don't know how long they had been in this condition plucked from their homes, their families, their friends, from everything they knew, and now they were outcasts. Imagine. And now they're cleansed. They're, they're, they're free from this condition that has separated them from the thing, the people that they love in their homes. But now they've been set free. It would have been amazing incredible to be there and just to witness the joy that overwhelmed them and consumed them in that moment. But they left the presence of Jesus, still lepers, but they let the presence of Jesus in faith and obedience, believing, trusting that a miracle would happen. And while they were on the journey, the miracle came. But here's what we have to be careful not to overlook. If we go back to the second video, and I'll put a link in the description in case um, someone's watching and they haven't seen that video yet, but I'll, if we go back to the second video, we'll begin to see a connection between what I talked about then and what we're talking about today. In the second video, I talked about how these 10 lepers had to move past the distractions, move past the obstacles, to get to the presence of Jesus, to, to get in to his presence. But we also talked about how they perceived Jesus as master. Because they had moved past the distractions and because they saw Jesus as master over their lives, they had positioned themselves for a supernatural experience. Jesus said, go show yourselves to the priests. In spite of the fact that their condition hadn't changed, their circumstances were exactly the same. But he says, go show. And they respond in faith. They respond in obedience. Think about this. If they didn't see Jesus as master, would they, had, would they have been ready to respond in obedience. If, if they hadn't positioned themselves to be ready to receive the instructions from Christ, would they have been ready to respond in obedience?
And I think that's a question we need to ask ourselves um, in our walk with Christ is, if He is not master over our life, then will we be ready to respond in obedience? In my position, my opinion on that is no. I don't think we will. If, if He's not Lord, then how are we able to be in a position to not just hear His voice, but to be ready to respond to it with faith and obedience even in, in those moments where situations and circumstances are the same? How will we be ready to respond in obedience if we haven't made Him Lord over our life? I believe, I, I firmly believe that if He isn't Lord, then we are going to struggle with obedience. And as a result, we're going to miss out on the supernatural work that Christ wants to do in us and through us. If He's not Lord, obedience is going to be a struggle. And if obedience is a struggle, we're going to miss out on the supernatural. So let me wrap up with just a couple of final thoughts here. When we move past the distractions to get close to Jesus, to get into His presence, and when we've made Jesus Lord of our lives, then we have positioned ourselves to experience the supernatural. Because we are in position to hear His voice and we have a heart that is ready to obey. So my encouragement is this. Press into His presence every day. Move past the obstacles, distractions to get into His presence every day. Commit yourselves to His authority every day. Make Him Lord over your life every day. And walk in faith. Even when you don't see things change, when circumstances haven't changed, and it looks the same. Don't, don't allow what you see, the evidence that you see, discourage you from the truth and the reality that when we are close to Jesus, when He is Lord over our life, and when we walk in faith, the truth and the reality is, is that He is always working. He's never stopped working. He's working all things out for good for those who love Christ and are called according to His purpose. I believe that's in Romans uh, chapter 8. So be encouraged. Walk in faith. Christ isn't, Christ isn't finished. He's not through working in your life and in your situation. Position yourself for the supernatural. And uh, know that it may come along, it may come on the journey. Your answer may come on the journey, but we serve a God who not only is able, but desires to accomplish His will in our lives and through us. Let me pray for us. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank You for the encouragement we find in Your Word. 
And today, God, I just ask that everyone that is watching this video or, or listening to the podcast, Lord, that, um, that, that we would have a heart and a desire to recommit ourselves to making you Lord of our lives, not just for a short while, not just for a moment, but Lord, every single day. May we wake up every single day and just make you Lord of our life, positioning ourselves to hear your voice and to have the heart that is ready to obey. God, it's we know that you are a God that never sleeps, never get tired, you never stop working, you never stop moving. You are always orchestrating and coordinating and ordering the and ordering steps of the righteous Lord. We know you are at work. So God, for those who are in desperate need of a miracle that are that have been seeking and praying and believing for a long time or for those or that maybe even recently something has happened in their lives and the breath, they've just have felt the breath knock out of, knocked out of their lungs and that it, because of those challenges and the struggles they're going through, God, I pray that you would just encourage them. Help them to just hang on to this truth and reality that you are always working, you're always moving. And we, we just need to move in close, move past the obstacles, move past the distractions. Make you, Lord, walk in faith, trusting that you are going to accomplish what you desire to accomplish in us and through us, what you need to. And God, for that, we give you all glory. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you again for hanging out for just a few moments. And uh, just hope and pray that you have a blessed week. See you next time.